the story of an hour the story of an hour written by the american woman writer kate chopping 1851 to 1904 fully shows us the tremendous conflict between life and death among those women who had the more self awareness the less social living space according to the established social norms 100 years ago in a dramatic way the heroine's strong desire for freedom and sudden death remind us of the philosophical thought on life and death the main facts in human life are five birth food sleep love and death and birth and death are the two strangest for death is coming even as birth has come but similarly we do not know what it is like our final experience like our first is conjectural we move between two darknesses so it's no wonder that many novelists often take birth and death as the themes of their novels it is also reflected in kate chopin's the story of an hour on april 19 1894 kate chopin wrote the story of an hour a truly remarkable tale about a subdued wife's vision of intending to live only for herself louis mallard who suffers from heart trouble is gently told the news of her husband's death in a railway accident she wept at once with sudden wild abandonment then when the storm of grief had spent itself she went away to her room alone as she sat looking at the spring life outside her window her young face whose lines bespoke repression and even a certain strength showed that something was coming to her which she tried in vain to hold back when she abandoned herself a little whispered word escaped her slightly parted lips she said it over and over under her breath free 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 she did not stop to ask if it were not a monstrous joy that held her a clear and exalted perception enabled perception to dismiss the suggestion as trivial she saw a long procession of years to come that would belong to her absolutely and she opened and spread her arms out to them in welcome there was a feverish triumph in her eyes and she carried herself unwittingly like a goddess of victory but mr mallard had not been involved in the accident at all and his unannounced return an hour later proved fatal to his wife when the doctors came they said she had died of heart disease of joy that kills louis mallard was among that kind of women who were different from the traditional ones such as her sister facing the unexpectedly bad news she was of course sad however at the same time she felt free body and soul free her sister josephine reminded us of her conventional thought that women should attach themselves to their husbands she told mrs mallard the shocking news in broken sentences veiled hints that revealed in half concealing apparently she would think mrs mallard could not bear the sadness when her sister closed herself in the room in fact mrs mallard was drinking in the very elixir of life through that open window though she had blocked the door this astonishing story strongly indicates that how deeply mrs mallard desired her own freedom but there was a conflict between her life and death she had her own contemplation about life such as love marriage and freedom but it was not an appropriate thing over 100 years ago for a lady 
to have our own ideas against the established ones. The story suggests us that Mrs. Mallard could live well if she had been a traditional lady, but she was not. On hearing the news, she was not alone with her sister and her husband's friend Richard, but she was lonely. In real life, at that time, the social living space was large, but for Mrs. Mallard, so small. No one could share her thoughts which were free. Therefore, she shut the door shedding those who disturbed her thinking even if they were her sister and her husband's friend, Richards. It is certain that death is coming, since the dying of others is something that one experiences daily. Death is an undeniable fact of experience. However, the thing seems a little different to Mrs. Mallard. It does not mean she would not die. Anyway, she had her own path towards death. Indeed, the moment Mrs. Mallard feels it more important to be an individual than to be a woman or at least a mother woman, she is in deep water. Unassisted, she has to create her own role and status and define her aims. She must fight society's opposition as well as her own feeling of insecurity and guilt. And more than a man, she suffers and assumes sole responsibility for her life, which then depends on her own efforts. Freedom becomes something of a negative condition and she herself is indeed a solitary soul. Looking into Mrs. Mallard's psychological state, we could find that the emotional change must be described as the development of an increasingly resistant barrier between the real external world and the world which is most authentic in her experience, the inner world of her fantasies. Though in her deep heart there is an ardent longing for freedom and for female self-assertion, and beneath her reserve lies a strain of romanticism and rebelliousness, she has no chance to release from what she evidently felt as repression or frustration. Thereby freeing forces that had lain dominant in her, maybe it is such reasons that cause her heart to trouble. Only when she was told the news of her husband's sudden death did she breathe the free and fresh air. There would be no one to live for during those coming years. She would live her for herself. There would be no powerful will bending hers in that blind persistence with which men and women live. They have a right to impose a private will upon a fellow creature. A kind intention or a cruel intention made the act seem no less a crime as she looked upon it in that brief moment of illumination. And yet she loved him, sometimes. Often she had not. What did it matter? What could love, the unsolved mystery, count for in face of this position of self-assertion, which she suddenly recognized as the strongest impulse of her being? Free, body and soul free, she kept whispering. During the course of her fancy running right along those days ahead of her, Mrs. Mallard is gradually standing aloof from the social life and the people around her such as her husband, her sister and her husband's friend Richards. Perhaps she can derive some comfort from them, yet it is far from enough. Kate Chopin's view of life is to a large extent independent of such important currents of thought as idealism, socio-economic determinism and even religion. Her attitude illustrated by Mrs. Mallard comes close to that of existentialism. She seems to say that Mrs. Mallard was a real autonomous self, 
but while such a developmental freedom may strengthen the self it is accompanied by a growing sense of isolation and aloneness and even anguish in this view the conflict between mrs mallard's life and death becomes so irreconcilable that she finally dies of heart disease when she is told that she will see her husband come back home alive instead of being dead in the railroad disaster here mrs mallard's passing away deconstructs the conflict between her life and death it's difficult for us to agree with the doctor's view that it is joy that kills her on the contrary we are liable to consider that her death is caused by the great shock and anguish when she learns that her husband is still alive thank you